I stood watching the guests milling about, talking. Mary and I had just gotten married and were enjoying the company of our friends and relatives in the rental hall. My captain and his wife drove up from Detroit to join us, which was nice. Plus, he gave Mary and me an extra week off, with pay, to have a honeymoon. The local police detectives in Mary's hometown had all gone back to their duties, and their captain was talking to my captain. I'm a Detroit police detective who was assigned to the cold case department about four months ago. Shortly after that, I gained a partner who no one else could see. He was a ghost. His name is Wes, and he was assigned to me by some higher power to help solve cold cases so we could send the victim's spirits to the hereafter. Shortly after he arrived, I gained another partner, Detective Mary Cohen, whom I'd worshipped since I first laid eyes on her. We grew close, and now, finally, we were married in her hometown. Mary came up to me and said, Do we really need another week away from the ghosts? I thought about it and said, You know, it was nice of the captain to offer, but I feel the same way. They're addictive, and solving their cases has become a goal for us. So are we going back to the office? Wes said from behind us. I looked back and said, I guess so. How's Mary's dad doing with his new position? You mean as a house-haunting ghost now? He's enjoying it. I've given him some tips on how to handle the people around him. You mean mess with their heads, right? Some of that, too, he said with a grin. Everyone was filtering out and saying their goodbyes. Mary's Aunt Lou came up with a handful of envelopes. I collected all the gifts from the people. There are a couple of boxes on the buffet table. Probably kitchen appliances, she said. Thanks, Lou, I said, as I took the envelopes from her. The mayor had left first, and he was followed by the rest of the police. The relatives hung in a little longer, then left. I looked around and saw Emily sitting with Norm. It was sweet that he could stay with her, even if he was a ghost now. Shortly, the hall was empty, except for Mary, her mother with Ghost Dad, Wes, and Aunt Lou. I think we're going to leave, too, I said to them. Thank you so much for making this such a special day. I took Mary's hand and let her out. In the car, she asked, Where are we going? To a motel with a king-size bed, I said, laughing, thinking about the twin bed we had to endure for the last four days. I told Wes to leave us alone so we can relax. We got a room and didn't come out until the next morning. We went back to the house and gathered our bags, loading them in the car. We said goodbye to Mary's mom and ghost dad. Aunt Lou decided not to move in with Emily. She felt the house was haunted, which it was now. We drove back to Detroit and arrived at our apartment. We took our bags in and stood, looking around. Well, it hasn't changed much since we were gone, I said. Did you expect it to? Mary asked. Well, I hoped it would be a little cleaner, I replied. Now you know what you have to do, Mary said with a grin, and went back out. I followed her to the car, and we drove to the precinct. The office hadn't changed either. We sat at our desks, and I said to Wes, Go see who wants to get out of the file room the most. Wes left us, and we waited. About two minutes later, he reappeared and said, 
I've got a great case to solve. The original detectives gave up, and I know we can solve it. It's a guy, and you'll never guess what he does. Go ahead and guess. Wes, I'm not in any mood for guessing games. Just tell us. Oh, I never have any fun. He's a writer, but guess what kind of writer? A ghost writer, I said with a grin. Wes just stood, staring at me.